are rejoicing in Jesus Christ's program. Rejoicing for the things that the Lord has already done. Amen. Not what he just already done, but what he's doing right now. Amen. And what he's going to do. Amen. We welcome you. Amen. From Heavenly Grace. Amen. Gospel Word Network Incorporated. Amen. We thank God for our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank God for being saved on tonight. Amen. Sanctified through by his holy word. Amen. Amen. Baptized. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Holy Ghost filled and fire baptized. And delivered. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Our Yeshua on tonight. Amen. Amen. He's worthy on tonight. Amen. Amen. We thank God for the founder. Amen. Of heavenly grace. Gospel Word Network Incorporated, Apostle Miller James Pearson Jr. Amen. Let's thank God for him on tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. We're so excited on tonight about our very special guest being with us on tonight. Amen. All the way from the church on the rise of Edison, Alabama. Amen. Pastor Andre Moulton. Amen. And his beautiful wife, Sister Debbie Moulton. Amen. We're going to be hearing, amen, from them on tonight. Amen. Testimonies. Amen. Amen. What the Lord has been doing for them in their lives. Amen. We're going to learn more about their ministry. Amen. And then most of all, we're going to hear the word of God. Amen. From Pastor Andre Moulton on tonight. Amen. We Are y'all ready to hear the word on tonight? Amen. We thank God for those that have joined us. Amen. Here on tonight. Amen. Thank God. Amen. For Brother Ben uh, Bowen being with us on tonight. Amen. Prophetess Vanessa Bowen being with us on tonight. Evangelist. Amen. Angela Carey. Amen. Amen. To, amen. To our Brother Silas. Amen. Amen. Sister Jasmine Baby. Amen. We just thank God for everyone that graces the house of prayer on tonight. Amen. But most of all, we thank God for the Spirit of the Lord being in this place. Amen. Amen. And we thank and praise God before. Amen. We go. Amen. It's a hearing. Amen. What the Lord has done in their lives. Amen. We're going to start off. Amen. With a song on tonight. Amen, amen, and we just thank and praise God, amen. The song that says, speak to my spirit right now. Amen, speak to my spirit right now. Amen, we're going to start off with that song, and after that, amen, amen, we're going to go, amen, to Pastor Andre and Sister Debbie on tonight. Amen, amen. You can join me in singing, amen. You may not know it at first, but the words are very simple, amen. You can jump right in anytime you want to help me sing on tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Speak to my spirit right now. Speak to my spirit right now. Speak to my spirit right now. Lord, I'll go where you want me to go. Lord, I'll say what you want me to say. Lord, I'll do what you want me to do. Speak to my spirit right now. Speak to my spirit right now. Speak to my spirit right now. 
speak to my spirit right now. Lord, I'll go where you want me to go. Lord, I'll say what you want me to say. Lord, I'll do what you want me to do. Oh, Lord Jesus, I'm available. Speak to my spirit right now. 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 Lord, I'll go where you want me to go. Lord, I'll do what you want me to do. Oh, Lord Jesus, I'm available. Speak to my spirit right now. Amen. We want the Lord to speak to your spirit right now. Amen. We thank and praise God again. You that are just joining us, amen. This is our Rejoicing in Jesus Christ program, amen. What we have with us on tonight, our special guest, amen. God's messages, God's service, amen. Pastor Andre Moten and Sister Debbie Moten, all the way from the Church on the Rise of Aniston, Alabama, amen. Amen. We're going to begin with them on tonight, amen. First of all, amen, amen, we want to know, amen, and this is one question we always ask. We want to know, how did you come to know the Lord? What led you to choose the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? Amen. Amen. And you can go first, Pastor, or Sister Debbie, amen. But we want to hear from both of you tonight. What led you to choose the Lord Jesus Christ? But glory to God, it's just an honor to be here. Thank you, Apostle. Thank you, Lady uh, Pearson. Uh, for everyone here in the house, uh, greetings from Church on the Rise. We just thank you all for allowing us uh, to be here. But uh, to answer the question, um, the Lord called me back in 97, you know, and um, just seeking the Lord. And uh, Deb and I, we was dating at the time, and and the Lord, I was at home by myself, and the Lord said, um, quit. I said, I'm holding back. And I went to an evening program, and the pastor called me up. He said, the Lord's speaking to me. He said, the Lord said, quit holding back and come on. I know the man went lying because he went in the house. <laughs> you know, so I told Deb, I said, when we go back to our church, I'm going to ask Christ to come into my life. So when we went back to our church, you know, uh, the pastor preached. He gave an altar call. We went up. Both of us actually went up. You know, but when he when he got to me, uh, the pastor said, um, "Say what you want." And I didn't know what I was going to say, you know. And the spirit of God just came on me, and I was just crying. Just one thing I remember: just telling God that I was sorry for sinning against Him. That's if I don't remember nothing else that was said, but I just remember telling God that I was sorry for sinning against Him. And the Scripture lets us know that God is sorrow working repentance. Like I said, we went. Married at the time, but we we got married in two thousand. But that's how the Lord we just constantly drawing. So that's how I came to the Lord. Amen. 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 And when you came to the Lord, Amen. Um, how did the Holy Ghost move upon you? Like, what happened with that experience? Oh man, <laughs> I, 
still going on. <laughs> I think it was about, uh, let's see, we got married in 2000, so I would say maybe 2002, I'm thinking, uh, I was going to quit my job, so I said, well, I'm going to see what the Lord said about it. So I fasted for three days, 12 o'clock at night. I'm seeking the Lord through the Bible, waiting on an answer. He didn't give me no answer, so I just went on to bed. But that morning, when I was at work, and I was walking across the yard, and the Spirit of the Lord just snatched the scales off my eyes, and the Lord said, your sins are forgiven. And the Scripture said, when the Spirit of the Lord come upon you, you shout your witness of me. And I've been witnessing to the Lord ever since on my job. Now, I was working inside. It just Jesus stuff everywhere in there, you know. So, And the Lord moved me outside, and I get to witness to the truck drivers and just watch God heal and watch God touch them. But, yeah, when his spirit came, he been speaking everything. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Awesome to the glory of God. Amen. You were saying that uh, Jesus was there, but you put Jesus on everything around there. Amen. That's a blessing. We can be on your job and you can just share the word of God yes. and scriptures everywhere and encourage people. Amen. Sister Debbie, amen. Tell us about your your experience of salvation and the Holy Ghost. Um, I don't I don't exactly remember when it was. I don't exactly remember when it was, but um it, it was after 2005 when the Holy Ghost came over me. I was, um, we had four children at the time. Uh, I had two young children and Andre had two young children. And we always got up like six o'clock in the morning to get them breakfast and to start getting them up. So it was on a Sunday. And um, I was doing my Sunday school lesson in the bedroom, so I was studying. We were studying the, um, I'm trying to think of the name, we were studying Moses' tabernacle, and I was um, reading over it, and I said, we were studying the level, Lord, the lever, and I said, that's Jesus. You know, it just opened my eyes, and I said, that's Jesus. So I went on, and I went to get in the shower. And the Holy Spirit just fell on me when I was in the shower. And it just opened up the world to me. And it seemed like I was the world was moving. And I was standing still, but the world was moving around me. And it was a wonderful experience that, that I cherish to this day. Because I can't even explain it to you how the light was and how the movement was. But it was like God just came over it into me. Wow. And that's how the Holy Spirit came on me. Wow. And you talked about the Yalsin and the level, Lord. Just for some people that don't know what that is, can you explain, kind of explain that more? Uh, the uh, tabernacle of Moses, when you go into the gate, the level, Lord, is where the blood is. The blood of Christ. They kill the animals. And that's where the level, that's what the level is. Level is. Wow. Amen. Amen. And we thank God for that. Amen. Because, amen, I know um, once you gave your life to the Lord and the Holy Ghost moved upon you, amen, I know things have not always been easy. Amen. I know there's been times where your faith was tested. Amen. Amen. I know our faith is tested almost every day. Amen. 
Amen. Because we know that the devil is the prince of the air. But we have to still remember that God has all power. Amen. But we know, amen, amen, that your faith has been tested. Could you share with us a time, amen, and you can share different instances, both of you are, but a time where your faith was tested. And how did God get you through that? Um, a matter of fact, my uh, faith was tested almost immediately after that because I went to my husband to tell him that the Holy Spirit had came over me. And I don't know if he didn't believe me or he didn't understand me. And I had to pray all the more after that and study all the more. And I always was studying my Bible and I always had one in my pocket and God just brought me through it. Amen. Amen. That's the other Oh, man, there's so many. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, when I let, uh, was getting out of church and Debbie was behind us and I had the boys in the car and they were like nine and 10, but they tall, you know, so I was, we got to the corner I would let them drive to the end. That was the first time I let them pull in the driveway. My oldest boy, he did it. He pulled in. So the youngest boy, he did it. And when he pulled in the driveway, I said, now hit the brake. But he already had his feet on the brake. So he switched over and hit the gas. And the car just takes off. And I, uh, I grabbed a wheel. I'm in the passenger seat. So I grabbed the wheel. And I could feel that he was locked on it. And so... I'm like, this car has to stop. So we turned it into a tree and just told it the car right in the yard. But the Lord, you know, did nobody get hurt. You know, it just told it, the, you know, told it the car. And um, so I'm like, get out the car, get out the car. So we got out of the car, we ran in the house, and he went to bed. But you know, when you think you're in trouble, you go to bed. <laughs> you, you know, you're hoping it's a dream, you know. But everything, when she saw it happen, she was like, that's a bad idea. You know, but as men, you know, we're going to try it. So, um, like I said, told the car out. So we got in one car, and I'm catching a ride in church, catching a ride, you know, to work. And, you know, so, but the Lord bless when we was able to get another car. Amen. 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 And thank God for life. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Thank God for life. Amen. We know, Amen. God is the giver of life. Amen. Amen. Is that, um, could you share with us a time that you saw God work a miracle in your lives? Um, just a miraculous thing when you know it was nobody but God. I know you shared that with me about yourself, but a miracle in your life where you knew it was nobody but God. That worked that miracle in your life. Oh man! <laughs> when they wanted to foreclose on the house, <laughs> we went down and talked to the people, you know, and they worked everything out. And um, once I had, um, I had pawned my title to my car once, you know, and I got the title back, and then I pawned it again. I didn't see no way to get it back, and I was like, Lord, forgive me for doing that. If you give me my title back. I never do it again. So the Lord blessed with the money. We got the title back, you know. And so when we were going, they sent us ladder spot foreclosure. And then the devil said, hey, you can pawn your title and get some money. I said, you're alive. I promise God, I'm not going to do that no more. You know, so we went down there and talked to the people and got everything worked out. We, we know it was the Lord that did. Amen. 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 Anything else? Amen. Sister Debbie. There's been so many. Yeah. Just choose one. I do. I 
um, you coming back from Boaz? Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, I used to work in Boaz. That's an hour there and an hour back. One night, I um, I was driving home and I was on the phone with my friend, my good friend. We always talked about the Lord. <laughs> I never came home on time because she gets to work at eleven. Then I we pray. And then I'd stay talking to her about the Lord for about another hour. So we 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 get on the telephone. Then we talk all the way home. And I ran over this big old. It was like about this round, and it had fell off a truck. And instead of the man being by his accident, he up there in his truck. And so I ran over it in my truck, and the um, truck just went off. It was something up under it that if you have accident, it turns it off. And I survived wow. without, without with minor injury, you know, just irritating my back and stuff. But God didn't, God spared my life. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. God is a miracle working man. Amen. Amen. And I know y'all have a ministry. Tell us about your ministry. Tell us more about your ministry. Because a lot of times people think ministry just involves being in. Up in a building, amen. But we know that it's for far more beyond the building, amen. Amen. We just thank the Lord that we was at Kingdom Place Ministry for 17 years under Apostle Don. So we came out in 2020, and the Lord blessed us to be able to get a building. But we know COVID came and uh, pushed us out, and uh, we was going back to get the building. We was going to rent our side and the lady side we was renting from because she was gone. And but for some reason I felt like the Lord didn't want us to get the building, but I didn't want to miss God because He had opened the door. So when I went in to sign the lease, I said, "Lord, let Your will be done." And when I went in to sign the lease, the lady said, uh, "Right when I finished signing, she said, you have one check or two." I said, "We have one." She said, "Well, we need two checks." I knew then the Lord was saying, "Don't get that building. We have no money, but she won't get in two checks." So I knew that the Lord like, "Ah, oh, pump your brakes. No, don't do it." So I told her, I said, I'll call you back. And I called. I said, we ain't getting the building. So we was doing service on the phone. And then the Lord told me, he said, go behind your house in the apartments and set up in the field and have service out there. So in 2020, we went out to rent our park and set up in the field and did service outside. In 2021, we was at Zan Park. And uh, last year, we was on 18th and we were outside behind um, Credit Union this year, I'm not sure what a lot on the sentence, but yes. And with you being outside, amen, I know people are, they're hearing. Oh, yeah. They're hearing, and, and God is moving, amen. 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 And I know y'all also, you have a, a radio ministry. Amen. amen. Could you tell us more about that? Uh, the radio ministry is 1390 uh, on Saturday mornings from 830 to 9 at uh Pastor Moten preached, he prays, and he brings the word. And I, I answer the phone when it's my turn to answer the phone. I don't go, I go like three three Sunday, three Saturdays. And I answer the phone, and I give him the messages. I write the message on the index card and pass him the message. But God is truly moving through that also. Amen. Amen. And I know we was a mention, we mentioned one time, yeah, I was doing, um, like, Feeding people. Amen. Could you tell us more about that? Our feeding ministry. We um sometime when we're on Wilbur, mm -hmm. we'll have a feeding ministry. 
and, and that's delightful because we get to meet different people and we get to pray with them. And they, we had a car, the car ministry, where they come by. The, I'm sorry, the prayer ministry where they drive through prayer, where they drive through and we pray for them. And, um, and we'll do hot dogs sometime. And one lady came by one time. We gave her like five or six bags of hot dogs and chips to feed all her kids. And it's it's a blessing to be a blessing to people who may her kid may not have had them. Amen. That's a blessing that and the Lord told us that, Amen. He taught us to uh, go out in the highways and the hedges. He told us to go out and compel them what to come, Amen. Amen. And a lot of times, Amen, that's where Amen, you you get out there and you see a lot of people that are broken, Amen. A lot of people, Amen, that have lost their way, Amen. Some people don't even know the way, Amen. And those when when you get out there you see the need of the people and it just stirs up your spirit yeah. and say, Lord, I, I want to keep on going out yeah. and just serving the Lord. Amen. And doing what he has called me to do. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And y'all been doing ministry together for how long since you left? Oh. Your, uh, I mean, how long have you been doing it? Oh, we was doing some ministry um, at while we was there and since, like I said, it's been since 2000. Amen. And we've been blessed um, to help the elderly. Um, I go up to Coosa Valley and minister to the kids on Wednesday. Um, what else? Oh, it's just, oh, like I said, we do the radio ministry. Um, oh, we have, but bless other ministries, you know, that were struggling with their church. The Lord would lead us to be a blessing to them. We thank God for the ones that support the ministry that we're able to. Be a blessing to others, and it just like I said, um, as my wife was saying about the radio ministry, we've been doing that like maybe eight years because we've been doing it at the old church, and so we've been doing that for like eight years. Uh, the number is 256 741 1390 because it's on 1390 AM, and it's an open prayer line where people can call in and they, like I said, she'll write down a prayer request, pass it to me, and then I pray over. So they can hear it live. And we have um, Sister Pitts. She um, she actually was on Saturday in the Mirrors. They do the second. And uh, Christopher Orr, he do the first. So God has blessed us where we don't have to go every week. Amen. So, so at one time, we have not to go every week. But God has blessed us with some people that can come in and help us. So it's just a blessing to where it's just so many, like I said, the homeless. Uh, we would go out and buy burgers and just ride around and give them to them and bless them. And, um, we went to the warming station where the homeless were staying, um, I think, like three weeks ago and ministered to them. And the ministry, you know, bought their breakfast and prayed with them. So it's in a way we could be a blessing. Amen. Amen. To, to God be the glory. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And when you have a servant song, when you have a heart, um, You'll, you'll do anything to help the people, amen. And then they don't have to be just the people of faith. Most of all, the people that are sinners, amen. He told us to pray for the sinners, amen. He told us to the, the, the look after the needy and the widows yes, and the orphans. Yes, yes. And, and that's a blessing, amen, to know that there's people on the outside doing the works of the Lord, amen. 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 And we thank God. So, so we would go. Um, we would purchase washing powder and uh, clean free sheets and bleach, and we would go to the laundromat. 
and we will pass it out and pray with the people. Wow. And, you know, and then that's when COVID was going on, you know, and some of the young girls, you know, they would be crying and they, she would just hug them. She wasn't even thinking about no COVID, you know. She just looked at them like, you know, yes, like a little girl and she would just hug them and we would pray with them. And uh, sometimes we would, you know, just get $5 rolls of quarter and go in and you know, people want that prayer, and you know, yeah. and God just move on and touch them. And had one couple to come up that was homeless. Well, actually, that was their last night in a hotel. So, but the Lord had us the blessing so they could stay another night. And it just—it's all Him. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. God is awesome. Amen. Miracles. Amen. Signs and wonders. Amen. We're getting ready to hear. Amen. From Amen, Pastor Andre Moulton, the Word of God. Amen. Amen. Before we go into the word of God, amen, we're going to sing another selection. Amen. Amen. Miracle signs and wonders. Amen. In this place. Amen. When I say in this place, that's whatever the place where God is or where the place where the Lord takes you like he takes them. Amen. Out in the, amen, outside, amen, of the walls of a building and minister to the people. Amen. Amen. We know, amen, God does what miracle signs and wonders, amen. And after I sing this song, amen, with next voice, you will hear it, amen. It's Pastor Andre Moten, all the way from the Church on the Rise, amen. We thank the Lord. Miracle signs and wonders in this place. Miracle signs and wonders in this place, Lord, we thank you for miracle signs and wonders in this place. Miracle signs and wonders in this place. Miracle signs. Lord, we thank you 
For miracle signs and wonders in this place. Miracle signs and wonders in this place.
For all things are now ready. Hallelujah. That's what the sisters, what you were saying, uh, uh, Lady Pearson, that going into the highways, into the hedge, compelling to come in. The Lord said, everything is ready. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Verse 17 said, tell them, for all things are now ready. When Jesus left, he told the disciples, I go and prepare a place for you. Hallelujah. Where I am, you will be there also. I will come and receive you unto myself. Verse 18 said, and they all with one consent began to make excuses. Hallelujah. They all had one thing in common. They were making excuses. The first said unto him, I have bought a piece of ground and I must need go and see it. I pray thee, have me excused. The other said, I have bought five yokes of oxen and I go to prove them. I pray thee, have me excused. Uh, and in, in verse 20, and another said, I have married a wife, therefore I cannot come. So all of them making all these excuses. Amen. One of uh, possessions, the other one in business, one that got married. We got all these excuses, but when the Lord called us, Amen. it's time for us to come. Amen. The Lord said, no man can come to me except I draw them. So God had been with them all through their life. Let them do everything they big enough to do. Now he's saying, come follow me. Now they got these excuses, their possessions. I just bought a piece of ground. I need you to go check on it. And that's what happened in, in our time now. We have all these excuses. I just bought something. I need to go look at it. Uh, uh, the next man said he just bought some yoke. We, I just opened this business. God just gave me this business. So I ain't got time to be going out here witnessing and doing all this because I got to go take care of the business that God gave me. But what Jesus said, I must be about my father's business. Yeah. If God gave you the business, then you got to worry about losing. Amen. If God gave it to you, Amen. it ain't time to be making excuses when we go about doing carnal things when we need to be doing spiritual things. Amen. And the Lord was calling them and they got all these excuses. The third one said he just got married. He ain't got time. I guess he, that might have been his first, second, third marriage. You know, might have been his first. Amen. But he got time to come to the Lord. But the Lord said, "Be ye not unequally yoked." If he wasn't unequally yoked, then him and his wife could follow the Lord. It's time out for us making all these excuses. And God been too good to. Them. Amen. God been opening doors. God been closing doors. God been watching over us. And then when it comes down to His work, we got excuses. Amen. I got to run my business. I got to go here and look at this new thing up in the box. But I just got married. I, I got I, me and my wife. We got to get to know each other. You got to get to know each other in the Lord. That's how you're gonna get to know each other. Jesus said, two walk together, except two are walking together in agreement. Hallelujah. They ain't going to be able to agree. Except two walk together in agreement. So you have to be agreeing. So when he, God called him, that means bring your wife. Bring your wife on. But follow me. He's calling out of darkness into his marvelous light. And God said, ain't no, all these excuses they was making. Same spirit we deal with today. When the Lord called us to do something, we got an excuse. Uh, my son got a basketball game. My daughter on a soccer team. I ain't got time for that. But okay, I had a brother to tell me that. Okay, now your son is graduated. <laughs> now what's your excuse? God ain't gonna put up with these excuses because time ain't gonna stop because you want a spirit of excuse. And look what the Lord said in verse 21. 
So that servant came and showed his Lord these things. Then the master of the house being angry, God was angry, said to his servant, go out quickly unto the street and the lane of the city and bring in here to the poor, hallelujah, man and the, and the halt and the blind. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou have commanded. And yet, there is still room. See, God wants his house full. God said he desired that none perish. But all come into repentance. God wants everybody in the world to make it in heaven. It ain't going to be overcrowded. God wants everyone to make it. Hell was made for Satan and his demons. Regardless of what a person had done, no matter what they had said, they repent and come to the Lord. He wants everybody. He said there was still room. And in verse 20, 23, he said, And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highways, into the hedges, and compel them to come in, that my house may be filled. See, that's our ministry. Amen. God said, go out into the hedges, into the highways, Amen. compel them to come in. Uh, call them out of darkness, snatch them out of the fire. Amen. Let them know that the ways of sin is dealt, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. He said, come and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins be like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they red like crimson, they shall be white as wool. The Lord said, come and let us reason together. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest for your soul. My God. Hallelujah. He said, come compel them to come in. Hallelujah. Regardless of what they've done, regardless of what they're doing, he said, come as you are. My God. Hallelujah. Bring your mind. Bring your stealing. Bring your fornication. Bring your adultery. Come as you are. The blood of Jesus will wash you. The blood of Jesus will quench you. If you take the word of God and apply it to your life, hallelujah, the Lord said, it will wash you from the inside out. He said, I will fill you with my spirit and your word will flow out of, my, out of your belly like rivers of living Water. If you put your faith and trust in me, if you lean not to your own understanding, hallelujah, if you call upon me, I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things that thou knowest not. If you crucify your flesh, my God, hallelujah. He said, if you call upon me, you will not be put to shame. He said, whosoever, hallelujah, you can put your name in them. Whosoever, hallelujah, call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That means you shall be delivered. You got a lot of people walking around in the world now talking about they say no you just been delivered if you want to make it into heaven you must be born again hallelujah he said compel them to come in my god hallelujah for the word of god can wash the word of god can cleanse hallelujah he said compel them to come in that my house may be filled my god hallelujah it was supper time that means it's in the evening it's getting late time is running out my god the word of god says supper time. Hallelujah. That means hallelujah. It's in the evening. Hallelujah. The sun that went down. My God. Hallelujah. You have to come on in while the blood is running warm in your veins. Hallelujah. But the Lord is calling you. My God. He said no man can come to me except I draw them. If you feel the tongue, you feel that pull. Hallelujah. He said just renew your mind. Take my word. Hallelujah. And apply it to your life. My God. Hallelujah. And if you live by faith. My God. Hallelujah. There's nothing I would not withhold from you. Hallelujah. He gave his son that we can have a life and have it more abundantly. My God. Hallelujah. He gave the best that he has. Hallelujah. For we can have, hallelujah, eternal life through him. God wants his house filled. Hallelujah. He don't want to eat alone. He said his great son is ready. 
God, I want to eat it all. He said, come on, tell him to come in. Go beg him to come in. But he was angry with the woman that made all the excuses. Because God knows, hallelujah, he said he dealt every man a measure of faith. That's what the word of God said. He said, without faith in Hebrew, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So hallelujah, if you're not born again on your best day, hallelujah, this still can't please God. Amen. Amen. On your best day, I don't care how many chairs you give to. Amen. I don't care how good you are to your wife. Amen. I don't care. God, you still don't please God. Amen. Because you ain't living a life of faith. You're denying Christ. He said without faith, it's impossible to please God. Amen. But he said, I have dealt every man a measure of faith. Yeah. I think it's Romans chapter 10, I'm not sure. But it says, in order to activate that faith, he said, faith going to come in by hearing the word of God. When we hear the word of God, it activates the faith that God has given us. And God delivers. Now, Jesus died for everyone in the world. That's why he said, go out and compel them to come in. When Jesus came out of the wilderness, the first thing he said was, repent. But the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is right before us. God said, if you repent, my spirit is right here. The scripture said the kingdom of heaven is not meat and drink, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom of God. He said, it's right at hand. It's right before you. If you repent and turn from your sins, I'll come and dwell in that temple. You know, you confess Christ all day. But except you repent, the Lord gave me revelation. Confession, Romans 10 and 9. If you confess with your mouth and believe with your heart, for with the heart you're going to believe unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession shall be made unto salvation. That's 10 and 10. But everybody's going to confess anyway. So confession is not enough. Because the word of God says every knee going to bow. And every tongue is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So you're going to confess anyway. That's why he said repent and turn from your sin. He told me the demons came to Jesus by night and asked, well, how could he make it into the kingdom? Amen. Jesus said, you must be born again. Amen. He said, what? Must I go back to my mother's womb and be born again? Jesus said, you're a teacher of the law and you don't know this? You're a minister? You're a pastor? You're an apostle? And you don't know how to get into the kingdom? You have a title and you don't know how to get into the kingdom? Then you call yourself a teacher. Jesus said, no, you must be born of the water and of the spirit. The water is the word. He said in uh, 2 Peter um, 25, 24, 25, I think it's 5 and 25, I'm not sure. But he said that we are born again, not by corruptible seed, but incorruptible seed by the word of God. The word of God what washes us. When we put it in, it washes us, it cleanses us. So Jesus said, hey, you must be born again. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. More than not, that I said that you must be born again. He said, we like the wind. You don't know if the wind is coming or going. God said, when you are born again, he said, you don't know if you're coming or going. Because he said, if I'm on your steps, how do you know which way you're going? You don't know tomorrow that you're going to be broke. You don't, you might be broke today, but tomorrow you might be a millionaire. Come to the Lord, order your steps. You don't know. That's, good. That's, good. That's the Lord. He, he said, if I 
order yourself, how do you know which way you're going? That means all things going to work together for your good because you love the Lord. And see, like I said, when we stand on God's word, when we stand on his word, he said it won't return void because Jesus is the word. And his word is forever settled in heaven. He said, I exalt my word above my name. So we are so privileged to be a child of God. But we got to stand the word and apply it and stand on it. And that's why the Lord was saying, you are born again. So I need to use you. When, when Isaiah in chapter 6, when, when the angels came, when the, when the Lord showed up, Isaiah said, the, the, he said he saw the angels crying, holy, holy, holy. He said, they had six wings. With two they covered their face. With two they covered their feet. And with two they did fly. And they cried, holy, holy, holy. In the Lord God of hosts. So Isaiah saw all this. The Lord was speaking. But we're even talking to Isaiah. He said, who shall we see? Isaiah said he was in the midst of unclean lips. He thought when the glory of God showed up. He said his train filled the temple. Isaiah said, knew he was dead. But the Lord said, who shall we see? Isaiah started jumping up, how to send me. Because he know God's very right. He said, send me. I go send me. Because he knows he's supposed to be dead. And the Lord touched his lips with the coals from the altar and cleaned him up. Because he renewed his mind. Because he repented. God didn't ask him. He just heard him talk. And so when, when we didn't mess it up, hey, God should repent. Yes. Turn from your sin. Yes. If you repent and turn from your sin, the Lord said, I will take that sin. I will cast it behind my back and never remember it no more. Amen. I will take it. I will separate it as far as the eastern from the west. I will throw it into the sea of forgetting. The Lord said, I won't remember it no more. Amen. If we, we got to repent. Amen. I can steal your car, Apostle. <laughs> Soon you I'm, take, I'm sorry, Apostle, for stealing your car. Soon you lay down and go on again. I'm confessing. But I need to repent. <laughs> that's what the Lord is saying. It's too many confessions in the body of Christ, but not enough repentance. You confess, but they're not repenting. You want to confess anyway. Because he said every knee's going to bow. Every tongue's going to confess. So you want to confess Jesus anyway. The devil, he can confess Jesus. And he trembled. We don't even tremble. The devil trembled, and we don't even tremble. So the Lord is saying for us, stop making all these excuses. It's me that's working in you to do my will and my good pleasure. You ain't doing none of this. You ain't thinking about me. He said, I sought you out. That was the Lord's, I sought you out. He said, you were drowning in your blood. And I came and sought you out. I called you out of darkness into my marvelous light. And now all of a sudden, you got excuses why you can't do what I asked you to do. God got angry with him. I need somebody to take your place. You ain't got to do it. I have, what he said? I'm the last prophet. The Lord said, you a lie. I got 50 prophets. They need five. They need. Don't think you the only one. No, don't even think that. God got plenty sitting on ready to take your place. To take your place. I had a brother, a brother of mine. He saw me on Facebook. And when I talked to him, he started crying. He said, that's supposed to be me. He said, that's supposed to be me. God got plenty, ain't even bowed their knee, sitting on ready. Amen. Just as he told Saul, be not afraid, hold not thy peace, for I have many people in the city. I got many. Don't go thinking. 
God need me. No, God wants you. God wants you because he desired that none bury. But I don't have to have you. He made the donkey talk. I don't have to have you. He said I can make the rocks cry. I know the stars by name. I don't have to have you. It's a privilege, hallelujah, for us to even be able to call upon the name of Jesus. Matter of fact, the word of God says, whosoever call upon the name of the Lord, if you just speak the name of Jesus, he just turn from sin. If you just say Jesus, he said repent from sin. The Lord is holy. He wants to live holy. He wants to live righteous. He wants to live a life of fearing God. There's a fear of the Lord that left. But the Lord is going to compel them to come in. I already been touching their heart. I already been speaking to them in dreams. I already been speaking to them in vision. You just go out and compel them to come in. And the word going to turn their heart. That word going to quicken their spirit. That word going to become faith in them. And they're going to be able to serve me by faith. Glory to God. He said, go out and compel them to come in. Compel them to come in. Glory to God. What verse we on? Hallelujah. Verse, we're on verse 24. He said, For I say unto you that none of those men was a bitten shall taste of my supper. He said, They ain't going to taste of something because they love the possessions of this world. He let us know to be not conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. I think it's in Colossians chapter 3. If, if you've been risen with Christ, set your affections on things above and not on things on this earth. He tell us to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all those things will be added unto us. We ain't got to worry about all that. The Lord said, if you let me use you, I bless you. You ain't got to worry about the earth that the Lord is in the fullness of hell. The world is at the way of the year. But who, uh, uh, the earth is the Lord in the fullness of the world, and they at the way of the year. For the Lord himself has the fountain upon the sea. He established upon the flood. Who shall ascend unto the hills of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart. Who have not lifted his soul unto vanity nor sworn deceitfully. They shall receive a blessing from the Lord. And righteousness from the God for his salvation. It is all about the Lord. It's all about him. He said, Hallelujah, you stand still and I'm going to fight your battle. I just need you to go be about my business. Just like Jesus told us, what do you mean? You, we were worried about you. We done walked all these miles fine. Don't you know I must be about my father's business? Yeah. He said, the time is short. Time is running out. We need to work while it is day. Because the word of God said, when night comes, no man can work. It's too late. When God snatches his people up out of here, it's too late. Amen. It's too late to work now. Amen. So he said, work while it is day. Because when night comes, it's too late. I don't want to hear all the excuses we have. Man, I don't have no help. No, I'm the help. I gave you the helper. That Holy Spirit, he's the helper. He's the comforter. He's the one that leads in God. You got plenty of help. Trust in me. Lean not to your own understanding. You got plenty of help. The Lord got people sitting on ready. We ain't got to do nothing but trust him and walk by faith. Hallelujah. This world is temporary. All is temporary. He's a man of the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord said, I deliver you out of all. Glory to God. I will be with you. Trust in me. He said, have not I commanded thee? Be not afraid. Hallelujah. He said, have not I commanded you? I commanded you not to be afraid. Be not dismayed. Be not discouraged. Hallelujah. For I am with you. Wheresoever you go, I'm going to be with you. Jesus said he go before his sheep. So he already going before us. When we would be out there seeing Paul, some of the spirit show up every week. One day they're going to pull up, she's talking all out of here. 
said, Will Jesus be here? I said, Yes, ma'am. Jesus went down there like Harriet. Called the wreck, Oh, God. Because the Lord already went before us. He was already out there when we got there. He said, I go before you. I go before my sheep. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Verse 25. Then look what the script says. And there went a great multitude with him. And he turned and said unto them, unto them, if any man come unto me and hate not his father, his mother, his wife, his children, his brother, his sister, yea, and his own life. Also, he cannot be my disciple. Now you get plain to tell you what it was. You can't be my disciple. You go be a cripple, you go be a blood, but you can't be my disciple. If he gave us a qualification for being a disciple. So either we're going to be a follower of Christ or either we're going to be a disciple. Amen. Like I said, the scripture said right here in, uh, in verse 20, 25. And that went a great multitude with him and turned and he said unto them because they were following him. He said, okay, you follow me because you like the food. <laughs> you like the food that I give you. You ain't studying me. You just like the bread and the chips and the Kool-Aid. That's what you like. You like the Kool-Aid. You ain't studying me. You like that new wine that I serve. You ain't studying me. So he said, here, if you want to be my disciple, if any man come after me, tell what people don't realize. When they go out to call, they say you want to invite Christ into your life. You, know, you got thousands of people flood the altar. They coming out to Jesus. But <laughs> so Jesus said, if you coming out to me, this is what you got to have to do. If any man come out to me and hate not his father and his mother and his wife and his children and his brother and his sister, yea, in his own life, God can leave him out. In his own life, also, he cannot be my disciple. And he don't mean hate him. He means you can't agree when they're wrong. Amen. You can't agree with them when they're wrong. If you're wrong, you're wrong, mama. You, you, you're wrong, honey. If you're wrong, that don't line up with the word of God. I can't go along with that. That's the only way we're going to be a disciple. No, my mama wrong, but that's, that's my mama. That's my wife. That's my husband. You can't be my disciple like that. No. But see, now you bow down. And now you do it one time. You got to do it again yeah. and again. Before you know, now you can pick up a spirit. Amen. And now you got to God know my heart. Yeah, people know your heart. It's deceitful and definitely wicked. Who can know it? I know your heart. Yeah, people want that. God know my heart. Yeah, people know your heart. He said it's deceitful. He said it's wicked. He said, who can know it? God don't want to know it. But he said, if you want to follow me, you got to even deny yourself. Amen. The places you go. The things you do, the things you watch, the things you touch, the, the watch your tongue. You can't say everything that comes to your mind. You even got to crucify yourself. Glory to God. Paul said in Galatians 2.20, I can crucify with Christ. Now that I live, yeah, it's not I, but it's Christ that lives in me. And I like that I live now in the flesh. I live by faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave his life for me. Paul said, I've been crucified. It's Christ working through me. And that's supposed to be the life that we live. When somebody say they get no on you, no, he ain't getting no on me. When Peter, not Peter, when Paul, when he was Saul, and he was persecuting the Christians, yeah. dragging him out of the church, beating him down, throwing him in jail, holding the coat when they stoned Stephen. And when Jesus came to Saul, he said, Why you persecute me? Mm -hmm. He ain't been denying Christian name. Mm -hmm. Why you persecuting me? Wow. 
Why you persecuting me? And that's the same way with us. Somebody think they getting up on you? What the Lord said? Pray for them. Bless them. Because I'm going to deal with them. The Bible ain't yours, it's mine. I'm going to deal with them. Don't worry. He said, if your enemy uh, hates you, he said, if they hungry, feed them. They need something to drink, give it to them. He said, you'll heap coals of fire upon their head. He said, business is mine, said the Lord. I repay it. He said, he said, I have no respect of persons. He said, I don't care if you doctor, bishop, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. I don't care who you are. I don't have no respect of persons. I will deal with you. I will straighten you out. I will take you to the wooden shed. When they come, I'll take you out back to the wooden shed. I'm going to beat the brakes off for you. When you come back, you're going to act like you got some sense. No. I'm hand too short to box with God. We're supposed to fear him in reverence. Yes. Then God said, I put my fear on you so you won't leave me. I'm going to put this fear on you for you will stay with me. And you know that I light you up. The Lord hit me one time. He ain't hit me no more. He hit me right down my thigh. We, I was at the old church. My sister, she had a couple of health problems. I was doing a lot of work around the church. She came in. She told me to do something. I said, you know it. Bow! The Lord hit me so quick. I was like, ow! <laughs> no, what you need me to do now? No, God don't play that stuff. He said, I chastise them. I love. I will be the break off you. And who can you run and tell you? <laughs> nobody. nobody. You ain't got nobody to tell you. No. Thank you, Lord. Look at verse 27. It says, and, and whosoever doeth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. We got to continually come after the Lord. Amen. Tell people you say, okay, you say, but if you want to make it in heaven, you got to be born again. Amen. That's it. You, That's if it. an atheist, mm -hmm. yeah. an atheist, yeah. don't believe in God, can be drowned. And call on Jesus. Yes. And God will save you. Yes. Because he said, whosoever yes. call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Yes. Now he's going to go to heaven. <laughs> but God going to save him out of that drown. And that's what people get it mixed up. Yes. God said, no flesh can glory in his sight. In Romans chapter 8, the scripture said that the flesh is entering against God. It is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they are in the flesh cannot please God. But he said, if you're born again, you're not in the flesh and in the spirit. If the spirit of God the way in you, now if you have not the spirit of God, you don't belong to me. It's just something we call different ones, brothers and sisters. But we know if they don't have the spirit of God, you don't belong to me. That's right. <laughs> that, that God told me in an audible voice. He said, ain't that now no Satan in heaven? I said, huh? He said, ain't that now no Satan in heaven? I'm like, okay. I'm like, you've been talking. Why you been asking more while he was talking? But that's all he said. Satan was a liar from the beginning. Satan opposed the gospel. <laughs> Satan hate Christians. But Satan hate everybody. <laughs> but he come to make war with the Christians. Yes. So when the body of Christ is fighting each other, somebody being led by the devil. Yes. It's as simple as that. Yes. Because he said, except two walk together, they cannot agree. So when the body of Christ is fighting each other, the enemy is in the midst. Because God's spirit is unity. Amen. His spirit is one accord. He ain't going to fight himself. That's right. That's right. So God said, I'm not letting another Satan in hell. 
That's why they say, do we prophesy in your name? Do we cast out demons in your name? He said, depart from me. I never knew you because your works was of sin. <laughs> you were still out like, here doing your thing and you don't hear me. You look warm, so I'm going to spew you out of my mouth because you refuse to crucify the flesh. Amen. You refuse to deny yourself. You refuse to turn off that TV. You refuse to get rid of that uh, whatever it is, your iPad or whatever. You need to throw that thing in the trash if it's causing you sin. But the word of God said, cut your arm off. You better make it in hell with one arm than go to hell with both of them. Glory to God. They, they said, both of them. Not both of them. Both of them. Both of them. You're going to make it in hell with one arm. Then you go to hell with both of them. You know, from the country, both of them. Amen. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. He said, and whosoever do it not bear his crop. See, you can't get in a mama and daddy. Can't do it. You got to get in. Jesus, they don't wait. He said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. Yes. He said, there's no other name in Acts chapter 4 given among men under heaven whereby we must be saved. There's no other name. You call them Buddha, you call them Muhammad, you call your mama and daddy, whoever you want, you call AT&T. You see, you can't get in there. Amen. You got to call upon the Lord. Amen. That might say, whosoever call upon the Lord shall be saved. Amen. Shall be delivered. That's why I tell a kid, if you had a bad dream, call on the Lord. Amen. Call on the Lord. The Lord put in my spirit that I was going to get attacked by the enemy one night. So I don't know They came in, I called on Jesus. Boom, they ran like roaches. You know, I'm ready. That next night, they came in and covered up my mouth. Try to stop me from calling on Jesus. But I was mumbling Jesus and, and it broke because the scripture said, whosoever. Call upon the name of the Lord. He don't have no respect to person. Jesus gave his life for everybody. Amen. But God so loved the world. God's stupid religion out there. Even fight against John 3.16. A child understands God 3.16. But God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And then they want to twist that scripture. Like, really? This is as simple as it gets. Whosoever put their name in them shall be delivered from their sin. And they take the word of God and then apply. And, and it's in verse 28 says, For which of you intended to build a tower, send not down first and count the cost, whether he have sufficiency to finish it. Let's have the after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish it. And all, all that behold it began to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king going to make war against another king sit it not down first and consult whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him that cometh against him with 20,000? Or else, while the others is yet a great way off, he sent, he, he sent it an ambassador, ambassador, and desire condition of peace. So likewise, whosoever he be of you that forsake not all that he has, he cannot be my disciple. Salt is good, but if the salt has lost its savor, wherewith shall it be seasoned? It is neither fit for the land nor yet for the dunghill, but men cast it out 
he that has an ear to hear, let him hear. Yes. So when people come to Christ, we need to tell them the truth. Amen. Amen. No, you by yourself. You're going to be misunderstood. You're going to be lied on. You got to just go and tell people the truth. So you need to count the cost. Do you really want this? Because everybody, you come to the Lord, you need to tell them the truth. You need to count the cost. When you finish out the fight in your own house, because ministry starts at home. If you can make it out of your house, you'll make it in ministry. If you can make it out of the house, because it starts at home. So here, we got to tell people, you need to count the cost. All your little friends, they're going to turn on you. They're going to lie on you. People are going to take things from you. Got to count the cost. Do you really want to be a disciple? He said, whosoever of you that forsake not all that he has. When we come to Christ, we got to leave it all. All the walk, all the doubt. You got to get rid of that because it's a spirit. I saw a brother like that. The Lord cleaned him up, delivered him. But he still had his little, little swag. I'm like, he ain't going to last long. Uh, straight down. You got to get rid of all those things that people that bought you and gave you. If, it, if it's not in your marriage, you got to get rid of it. Amen. Anything from the past, you got to, don't care what it costs. You got to get rid of it because it's carrying spirit. God is not pleased with that. Amen. You're holding on to that. That's a spirit. The enemy want to do anything he can for us to hold on to the past. Because they give him a gateway to come in. But we want to close all the doors, all the windows, and don't give him no room to come in. Because we, we have help. The Holy Spirit to help us. But he's here to do everything for us. I'm the helper. I come to help you. I didn't come to do everything for you. I'm here to help you. So you got to crucify your flesh. I'm going to help you make it through. Some people fast and they act like they're going to die. You ain't going to die. You ain't going to die. Get you some water. You'll be fine. You got to crucify that flesh. That flesh don't know you saved and don't care. It just want to have its way. Yeah, as the word of God says here, if the salt is not in the law, it says what good is it? Man. That's why we got to continue to press. We got to continue to strive. We got to continue to seek the Lord for we can be a light in this dark world. We can be the salt of the earth. But he said, the salt is lost. He said, by him mingling with the world, dancing with the devil, that's how we lose our salt. Amen. Not believing the word, not standing on the word, not feeding our spirit. But when we want to just be all lot of dollar against God, then our spirit man starts stalling. Then when God tells us to go do something, we got all these excuses. Yeah, we're going to let all these spirits come in. And we just can't, we just can't fellowship and, and be with everybody. It's sad, but it's true. Well, you know, when you want to be about God's business, you got to cut some people loose. Amen. Because if not, you're going to lose your blessing. Amen. God got people lined up to, to touch us, to bless us, to help us. But he's saying, you need to do this first. He said, if you let me use you and do what I say, I will bless you. Glory to God. I just thank God for the word. But he said, it's time I follow the excuses we give in him. You know, it's time I'm going to excuse been with, been with the Lord too long. Paul told them, y'all ought to be teachers by now. You've been with the Lord too long. You ought to be a teacher by now. You don't know nothing. Now, nigga, demons, you're a teacher of the Lord. You don't know how to make it in. Just got on all these fine clothes. Yeah, you look good, but you don't. You know, we need to know. We don't have to know a lot. 
Just like I was telling the kids at Kusa uh, Zeta, I said, if you don't know nothing about this Bible, I said, you just remember one thing Jesus is the only way. Amen. I don't care if you don't remember nothing else. Now, there's a lot I don't know, but I know Jesus is the only way. Amen. Now, they're going to hit you with some stuff. That's all you said. I don't know, but I just know Jesus is the only way. Amen. If you know Jesus is the only way, eventually you're going to continue to grow. Because they come with all these other ways to make it in. No, the only thing I know is Jesus is the only way. Just like the blind man said, they said, who healed you? He said, I don't know. I don't know if I was healed. Said, I don't know who did I just know I was healed. They might have asked his mama. They said, hey, he don't know that for himself. I don't know if the man is the prophet or who he is. I just know he healed me. That's all I know. And we have to be dogmatic that Jesus is the only way. I don't care how many people come up against us, Jesus is the only way. And after a while, what's going to get in their spirit? Jesus is the only way. Because the word of God is alive. It is spirit. It is truth. And when we speak the word of God, his spirit start working. His spirit start touching hearts and minds. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. Hallelujah. If you're able, stand on your feet. Glory to God. Lord, we bless you tonight. We give you praise, God. We honor you. For you alone are worthy of the worship. You alone are worthy of the praise. We thank you for this house, Lord. We thank you for this open door into your kingdom, Lord. Hallelujah. Father, we just ask that you continue to let your hand rest upon them. That you continue to lead and guide them by the power of the Holy Spirit, Lord. That you show them great and mighty things that they know it not, Lord. That you give them the sermon, of Father, who they're bringing in in Jesus' mighty name, Lord. We give you praise right now, Lord. Hallelujah. Even is that a last-minute thing, hallelujah, and they have to counsel someone, Lord. Hallelujah. I ask that you give them the boldness. You give them the courage in Jesus' name, Lord. Hallelujah. Because you know, hallelujah, the end from the beginning. And we give you praise tonight, Lord. And Father, I pray for everyone that's online right now, Lord. Father, I ask that the spirit of grace Hallelujah. That the Spirit of Christ, hallelujah, move through your house right now. Hallelujah. I pray that you receive confirmation. I pray that every yoke was broken. I pray that the band of wickedness was loose in Jesus' mighty name. I speak, hallelujah, that the healing, the flowing blood of Jesus that flowed down his face, that flowed down his back. Hallelujah. I speak, hallelujah, healing to your body. I speak healing to your mind and your soul. Glory to God. I speak healing to your little baby in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. We give God praise right now. Hallelujah. I speak that the blood of Jesus that speaks better things than that of Abel. Hallelujah. Rest upon your family right now. Hallelujah. That the blood of Jesus will cover your windshield. The blood of Jesus will cover your home. The blood of Jesus will cover your land tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I ask that the Lord will speak to you tonight in dreams and visions. Hallelujah. Through his word that he will bring it back to your remembrance. Hallelujah. I speak that you have a sound mind in Jesus' mighty name. That you will continue to run and not be weary. You will walk and not faith in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. I pray hallelujah for that family member that's coming against you, that aunt that's coming against you. Glory to God. I speak in the name of Jesus that the Lord, hallelujah, will be your shield. He will be your buckler. He will be your strong tower. He will be your very present help in the time of need. Hallelujah. We give God glory tonight. Father, we just thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For your people in this house, God. Hallelujah. You know what each and every one stand in need of. Before you ask, Lord, hallelujah. But you said, behold, I have given you power 
to tread upon serpents and scorpions over all the power of the enemy. Nothing shall by any means harm you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. In his house, Lord God. Hallelujah. I speak that your light will shine bright upon each and every soul, God. Hallelujah. That we will walk by faith. Hallelujah. We will walk after the spirit. We will not fulfill the lust of the flesh, God. We give you praise, God. We thank you, Lord. We honor you, Father God. Lord, we thank you for the 11 years that you have blessed this ministry, God, in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Father, we just pray for many, many more, God. Hallelujah. Father, I ask that you would, you would give them confirmation of souls that's being touched. Hallelujah. Minds that's being renewed, Father, in Jesus' name. When the enemy come to them and tell them that they are wasting their time, hallelujah. They might as well shut it down, but God, hallelujah. Great is he that's in them and he that's in the world. And what you have started, Lord, you will finish until the day of Jesus Christ, Lord. We apply the blood of Jesus over their doorposts right now. Hallelujah. That every evil spirit, God, hallelujah, will have to fall down and die, Lord, God. Every evil word that's been spoken over them, hallelujah, will return to the sender, Lord, God. We give you praise tonight. Hallelujah. We give you honor, Lord, God. We pray against every witch spirit, Lord God, in Jesus' mighty name. We speak that the fire of the Holy Ghost, Lord God, hallelujah, will come from heaven, Lord God, upon their head, Lord God, hallelujah. They will have to flee in the name of Jesus, God. We pray against every plot, every scheme, every lurking spirit, God, in the name of Jesus. We pray for traveling grace that each and every one of us go our separate ways, God, that your angels will go before us, Lord, hallelujah, and be count in the car, around the car. Lord God, hallelujah, that your word, hallelujah, that would not return void, hallelujah, will be spoken, hallelujah, in the atmosphere, hallelujah, Father God, and make our path straight in Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen, hallelujah. Amen. We have to attend our ear to every word 
Let the Lord give it. Amen. Amen. And we, amen, we receive the word of God. Amen. Amen. With gladness. Amen. We receive, amen, the prayer with gladness. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank God on tonight. Amen. Just for everything. Amen. When he was praying, amen, I was just, just thinking, amen, because, amen, he was praying specifically. Amen. Those, somebody out there watching, he was praying specifically to you. Amen. Amen. Because God knows. He knows our lives. He knows our hearts. He knows our mindset. He knows all his, every hair on our way is he knows every, I don't care if you cut it off. <laughs> he knows it. He knows every number I have that is on our head. Amen. And we thank God, amen, for the word. Amen. That was being spoken here on tonight. Amen. That went out on the airway, in the, in the airways, amen, on tonight. Amen. We thank God, amen, for everything that he has done on tonight. Amen. Amen. To hands, amen. Of Apostle. Amen, Miller James Pearson Jr. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Give an honor to Yahshua on tonight for allowing us to be here, to bless us, to walk in the door, to give him praise and worship him. And I thank God, he said, in all things, give him what? Thanks. And I thank God for the opportunity to give him thanks for life. Life, but in him. Thank God for the word on tonight coming from my brother, Pastor Andre Moulton and his lovely wife. Thank God for both of y'all being here on tonight. Thank God. Ask God that he continue to bless y'all in y'all ministry. That your ministry continue to grow and spread. I thank God for Yahshua on tonight allowing us to be here. And at this time, I'm going to take our time to share where you can watch Heavenly Grace Gospel Network, not only Heavenly Grace Gospel Network, but many other churches that have channels that we have set up for them through our cable platform, HGGWN, Christian IPTV Cable. And you can view our platforms around the world in 147 countries worldwide. Thank you, Jesus. And it is being viewed because we have got reports from Africa, India, Pakistan, and different other places calling in for prayer or either messengers and saying they need prayer. And some saying they said, we need that word over there in them other places. And I thank God for the word is spreading, even though in the UK. Different other places we have had pastors even to call and want us to help over there and, and be a blessing. Amen. And I thank God for that. Amen. But it's we, me and my wife, we can't do it by ourselves. Amen. So God bless us with a platform to be able to share with other men and women of God to be able to give the word out around this word. And I thank God for that. I thank God for the wisdom and knowledge that he has. Bless me be. I didn't I tell people all the time I didn't go to a natural college and got my wisdom, but I went to Yahshua and got my teaching. Right. Sometimes you know how 
in college, sometimes you have to stay up at night to, to study and get ready for class, right? Mm -hmm. That's how God used me to, for him to teach me how to build platforms. And I thank God, I'm going to name out some of the platforms, but it's beyond over 30 platforms, but I'm just going to call out the main ones. Roku TV, you can get our app on that, and iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, iTunes, Facebook, Apple TV, YouTube, Amazon, Fire devices. In just a few minutes. Google Play Store. Google uh, Music, Amazon Music, Castbox. I'm just naming out some of them. And also, on you can get us on Dish, Hoppo Plus, through YouTube and Spotify. I thank God for God allowing different ones to pull us in. People that we don't need, other platforms we don't even know about. Just been on the internet the other day and found out that we are uh, over in Hong Kong, another uh, platform grabbed our, our app and pulled us in. And I thank God for that. Thank and thank God, some, most of the platform they charge to be on their platform, but guess what? When God wants the good news to right. Hey, you're testimony. Yeah. And I thank God for that. And I thank God for the ability to be able to share the good news of Yahshua, Jesus Christ. Next, if you would love to uh, sow into this television and radio ministry, you can do so by. Uh, Send us a love gift or any amount to cash out. Uh, you can cash out us uh, by dollar sign HGGWN. That's dollar sign HGGWN. You can cash out us. And also, you can send your love gift through paypal.com forward slash paypal.me forward slash HGGWN. Once again, that's paypal.com forward slash paypal.me forward slash HGGWN. And we want to tell you, we thank you in advance for your blessing, your seed that you sow into good ground. And I thank God for it because it do be used for the upbuilding of God's house and kingdom. And we thank God for each and every one that have blessed and sold into this ministry down through the year, during this year and last year so far. I thank God. I want to tell you, we thank God for you, and we want to tell you peace be with you. I love you. I sure love you. And Jesus, mighty name we do pray. Let every soul say amen. 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 We thank God. Amen again. Amen for amen. Pastor Andre Moden and Sister Debbie Moden all the way from Church on the Rise. 
Amen. Being with us on tonight. Amen. We just thank God for Amen. Just everything that He's done. Amen. Amen. And as we go off, let's just say thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you, Lord. You've been 